When we're young, we move with freedom and confidence, with a great resilience to injury. But somewhere along the line, we develop poor habits and become more vulnerable to back pain. Back Pain Solutions features evidence-based and practical advice to help you take back control of your health and get back to the activities you love. This is your guide to better back health through movement. So join us as we demystify some of the commonly held beliefs about back pain and build your confidence to a stronger back the smart way. Hi there, everybody, and uh, welcome back to the Back Pain Solutions podcast. This is Jacob, and I'll be doing a solo today. And as always, please head over to the website, have a look at the content there, and like and share. Give us a rating on iTunes, and please spread the word. So today we'll, looking, we'll be looking at walking and what walking can do for us when we have a low back injury. How especially can walking be beneficial for us when we are trapped in the situation of especially a chronic low back injury? And I use the word trapped because when we have a real low back injury that's limiting us to what we're able to do, it means that we're not only physically trapped, but we're also mentally trapped. And this can be very debilitating for a lot of us, especially if we're doing sport or we have the tendency to go for a walk on a regular basis. And all of these things are limited. So let's have a look at what happens when we walk, what effect it has on the body, and what it can, be, what it can do for us in terms of our healing and recovery process. So... I generally prescribe this to all my low back patients because of the, the great effect it has. When you look at the hips of somebody walking, you'll see that there's a gyroscopic movement taking place. This means the, the one side of the hip goes up and forward when the other side goes back and down and then it alternates to the other side going up and forward while the other side goes back and down. And so we get this gyroscopic movement which means the spine is alternating from left to right, moving forwards and backwards. So it's moving in a circular motion, which means that the discs, which are usually the problem when we look at a lower back injury, they are getting massaged. And so we have this, this pumping effect of fluids in and around the discs, which means we're pumping fluid in and out, we're massaging the discs, and this is very important for the healing process. Compared to lying on the couch for a long time, now we're pumping fluid in and out, and as we know, the disc doesn't get any blood. Like a muscle which is completely filled with blood, in other words, nutrients will arrive there constantly, and so we have a very fast healing process when we've torn a muscle or when we have even if, when we have severe muscle pain after training. you know. But if we have a discal injury and we have irritation or damage at the disc, this may take weeks, months, and in the case of a hernia, sometimes years to stiffen and gristle and get strong again. So we want to assist this process. We want to get it going. So we want to uh, attune to very fine movement, which is not going to irritate the back, but which is going to allow the healing because of this pumping the fluid in and out of the disc. So besides this gyroscopic movement, we have the muscles around the spine and around the pelvis, which are also supporting the back. So 
We have muscles very close to the spine, like the multifidae and other little muscles, and also the quadratus lumborum, these big muscles on the side of the spine, just above the pelvis. And so when we walk, when we step onto one foot, these muscles individually from side to side will contract. And when we stepped on a, the other foot, then the other side will contract uh, in the similar way which the, the opposite side just contracted when we were on the other foot. So again, we have this left to right synergy in terms of stabilizing the muscles or stabilizing the spine using the muscles. And this creates what we called another pump effect, and this is called the muscle pump effect. And so now we can use this muscle pump effect to pump away the swelling next to the spine. And so again, we're assisting and pushing fluids faster than we would if we would sit on a chair behind a desk exclusively or if we would be lying on a couch for uh, and waiting for their recovery to happen. So this this muscle pump effect and the pumping the fluids around the discs from the gyroscopic movement of the pelvis is crucial and very, very important. So then we, we want to consider that if we have an acute injury compared to a chronic or uh, recurring low back injury, we want to think of walking as being dose dependent. We can do too much, in other words. So we, if we have an acute injury, we might be sensitive to too much walking. And this is what I see a lot with patients. So if your body says after 15 minutes, it's enough, and we have muscles that are cramping up, it means that you should try and limit it to 10 minutes, or maybe even less. If it's very acute, it, it might be a couple of hundred meters. The idea of just walking for 100 meters and back a few times a day is very, very good. So if we have a chronic low back injury and we're able to function, but the injury doesn't seem to go away, then we want to look at maybe walking half an hour, 20, 25 minutes, twice a day, for example. My, my, my advice to people, even if it's a, a chronic injury and you're able to walk long distances, would be to keep it to 15 minutes three times a day. The reason why we do that is because we, we constantly give the body the movement, we constantly pump away the fluids. And this is better than walking an hour every second day, for example. So more frequent walking is better than less frequent. You don't have to walk long uh, distances for a long time. There's, there's no need to do that. You know, Keep it to a, a minimum, but make it frequent. And in this way, you will build tolerance and you'll be able to walk further and uh, as your in injury heals. So then I would like to mention another point, and that is if you are going to walk, and maybe you, you're someone who haven't been walking a lot in the past, it might be that you experience cramping up of the, the glute med. This is the, the buttock muscle a little bit to the side, which we often feel like uh, and we have the idea that it is a, the hip giving us pain, the hip joint, but in fact we don't have the hip pain. Uh, if it's real hip pain on the side, uh, we all usually have that in the groin. And if we have a muscle cramping up there, it's usually because 
these muscles are not used to walking longer distances. And so we want to do some accessory glute work, posterior chain, very light. And if we want to go a step further, we want to do some core uh, strengthening exercises, exercises which is going to help the core to be more stable. And posterior chain glute exercises which are going to assist in the walking process so we really get this system going you know if we can have the benefit of walking properly and we are working on a little bit more core stability and we're assisting the glutes to do the job then we are really moving the ball forward so we're heading towards getting rid of a long-term chronic injury and then I would like to say if you have a very acute injury, then you will have to not only stick to walking, for example, but also to some relaxation exercises. We want to decompress the spine. And I usually suggest that once we've walked 10 or 15 minutes, three times a day directly after walking, do your relaxation exercises. Decompress, do the tummy lying. And I'd, I'd suggest have a look on the website for more tips and clues on how to do this and then there's also the mental aspect of having an injury so if we have an acute injury we're not used to actually having back pain and now we're trapped inside it might be a little bit cold winter time like it is just now outside then getting out and just walking 10 minutes is going to really lift up the spirit so not only taking care of the physical aspect of the recovery but also the mental aspect as that plays a big part a big role in our recovery so i hope i have given you a few tips here today to uh, go and look at and consider when you have acute or chronic low back pain my suggest is you know play with it and find something that works for you even if you're limited in terms of work hours you're you're very busy once a day is better than nothing absolutely but if you can do before work or after work maybe park the car further away and do a little bit of a walk to work be smart about it so thank you for listening to our podcast that was a very uh, quick update on how walking is beneficial for low back injury and please head over to the website, give us a rating, and spread the word about the podcast. Have a good day. <laughs>